and risen again from the dead, and that this Jesus whom I preach unto you is Christ. And some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas and of the devout Greeks, um, a great multitude, and of the chief women, not a few. But the Jews which believed not, moved with envy, took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, and gathered a company, and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. And when they found them not, they drew Jason and certain brethren unto the rulers of the city, crying, This that have turned the world upside down are come hither also, whom Jason had, had, whom Jason had received. And this um, all do contrary to the decrees of Caesar, saying that there is another king, one Jesus. And they troubled the people and the rulers of the city when they heard these things. Um, and when they had taken security of Jason and of the other, they let them go. And the, and the brethren immediately sent away Paul and Silas by night unto Berea who coming thither went into the synagogue of the Jews. Now let's stop from there, let's pray. Our Father in heaven, once again, Lord, we thank you for uh, the great opportunity that you have given to us tonight. Thank you, Lord, that you have brought these people together. We have uh, this time that we can um, rest from all our worries, we can rest from all our troubles, and rest from all the concerns and things that have always um, bothered us, Lord, in this life. And we have come tonight to focus on uh, your word and to um, see, Lord, how um, great you are to us and the great blessings that you have given. And we will see these um, believers, our fellow believers in the past, who lived their lives for you, O God. And they were found faithful uh, in, their, in their lives and in their uh, walk with you and Lord that is what we are going to see tonight the faithfulness of these people and Lord thank you for the song and the special number that really uh, points also and um, uh, give us Lord uh, more um, thoughts about faithfulness because Lord that is also what's going to uh, be um, spoken here tonight and I pray that um, as Lord we come we pray that the Holy Spirit once again will um, um, lead us into understanding all these um, principles and Lord help us that um, we'll be the more faithful and, and our faith will become stronger uh, in you and bless Lord each one of us here tonight and even Lord those people who are not here that are part of our ministry I pray Lord for their blessing tonight I pray that Lord uh, uh, they, will, they all be well and safe and also, Lord, I pray that you will also impress upon their heart the importance of service. Because, Lord, this is where we can um, take this spiritual rest and we can think about your goodness and we can sing yeah, your praises. And those things, Lord, we need every single uh, week, every single time. And we have, we have that uh, all tonight. And we thank you, Lord, for giving us the opportunity um, to, to find rest in you uh, with your word. Bless all of us tonight once again. Bless us with these um, uh, passages of Scripture. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. The Church of the Thessalonians. Very simple um, title of this um, uh, 
uh, message entitled of this um, um, lesson tonight. But again, um, what is really the significance of this? The significance of this church of the Thessalonians? Again, we will find that the Apostle Paul is the one that wrote this book in the book of uh, First, Second Thessalonians and um, the book of Romans. These are the books that Apostle Paul wrote. But again, um, he mentioned about this church, a very specific um, church, the Church of Thessalonians. And I believe um, if you go deeper into this Church of Thessalonians, you will find that these are the people that are really uh, faithful to the Lord. These are the people that have been so blessed uh, spiritually, I mean, not materially so much, but um, the Apostle Paul was so blessed about these people. Um, he, he went to this place to uh, preach the gospel, and there he knows the individual persons, uh, individual persons there, the, the uh, faithful people that, that are working together uh, in this uh, place, and they come together to worship the Lord. But they only came together uh, when the Apostle Paul visited this place and shared the gospel with this place and many people came to know Christ. Many people believed in the Lord Jesus through the preaching of the Apostle Paul and they come together and created a church. And that is why we have this church of the Thessalonians. Now notice here as a result of Paul's preaching, um, day after day he, he went around and, and shared the gospel and during the Sabbath, uh, the Saturday to them, Saturday, um, those are the times that the, the Jewish people will gather together. So that was also the opportunity for Paul to share the gospel to the people. And many people believe, a number of people believe, and therefore Christian church, you know, uh, was founded. They worship the Lord there and they did the service. And again, that's what exactly what the Apostle, I mean, um, Matthew said in Matthew chapter 28, verse number 20. Um, Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them in the name of the Father and of the Son and of the Holy Ghost, teaching them to observe all things whatsoever I have commanded you. And lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the world. So because of Paul going out, um, preach the gospel and, and teach people about the Lord Jesus Christ and his salvation. People believe in Christ and they come together and they form a church and that this is just one of so many, the church of the um, Thessalonians. And again, what kind of church was this church? And because this is an important question because uh, whether you like it or not, Mount Zion Bible of the Church, that is the name of our church. And other people from somewhere else, when they think about our church, we have a specific characteristics, really, and we have a specific identity that not similar or not the same with other churches. So again, I do not know what people think about when they heard about Mount Zion Bible Baptist Church, but that is exactly what it is. We cannot stop it. We cannot avoid it. People will form their own opinion on us, beyond churches will form their opinion uh, of who we are and what we are. But again, um, the the church as we know it, um, it's just made up of members 
and it, that the group of people that come together as members of the church, uh, they have their own, uh, in the, I mean, specific or very very unique characteristics uh, because we know that the church is only the sum total of its members. So whatever it is, um, um, the characteristics of our church, I do not know. But again, there, there is a bad, um, they joke about our church in Mabolo before. Uh, I do not know if this is good really to, um, to say this, but they, we are recorded. So... If Pastor Jimbo will, will, will hear this, I think, uh, I do not know. But our church in Mabolo is very known. We are very known. But there are some pastors that, uh, you know, um, joke about our church. Although somehow true. Um, we had, when we started coming, I mean, when I started joining the church, I think somewhere in uh, early 1993. Then we have this very faithful, uh, ahead of us, faithful young people. They're, they're driving the young people to, you know, um, to service and and um, they have this, uh, not, not young people's program, but they're the ones really, the young, the young people there. Um, I remember Arturo and many others uh, who, who um, part of the church before me. And Brother Ajoro wanting to go to Bible school because, uh, you know, he wants to progress his um, knowledge in the Lord and he wants to serve the Lord fully. And uh, after a few months, he stopped because he impregnated, you know, a girl. So that was really a bad testimony of the whole church. <laughs> the whole church was really sad about the testimony that um this young man wanted to serve the Lord when went to the Bible school but just few months from there we, without us knowing that the servant of Pastor Jimbo the helper in the house uh, was impregnated by him and Pastor Jimbo was so disappointed and uh, with the situation so, um, eventually, you know, they have to come together, they have to be married, so there's no way around it. That's the only solution. And few, I think, just few months after that, we were already like struck with the news and all our fellowshipping churches already like, you know, not happy with that situation. Just few months after that, another girl is pregnant. <laughs> Another girl is pregnant, and not very, you know, long after that, another girl pregnant. I'll tell you that our, our testimony was really down, was so bad that, um, you know, uh, the, the, the testimony of Mabolo Church has been um, damaged by the behavior of the members. You see? It is it, because it's not just one occasion, one one situation. There's so many in in just a short period, a span of time, a lot of things happening. Similar things are happening. And there was this prayer, ba'a prayer meeting in Katipunan, where all the pastors, uh, close by, close pastors from Cebu, not far from the city, they will join 
Today's um, prayer meeting, every Tuesday morning, 7 o'clock in the morning, they come there prayer, for prayer. And there was this pastor, young, but the, the, his wife was uh, like uh, mid-50s mid already, but the pastor was very young, around 30, 30. 30 early 30s. And, and the wife was mid-50s. And the pastor was asking the crowd, you know, uh, and showing, uh, raising his hand, Pastor, please, uh, because we, Pastor Gisalva will ask, oh, what's your prayer request, prayer request? And so people will raise their hand and put their prayer request. And that pastor, who's got a wife uh, that's older than him, he said, Pastor, please pray that uh, we can have a child that my wife will, uh, will, know, will have a baby. Said, what? You want to have a baby? Send her, send her to Mabolo. <laughs> send her to Mabolo. Because people there get pregnant without husbands. That is our testimony there. That it's not a good, it's not a good testimony. But that is really sad that we have that testimony for many years. Uh, because it just so happened that those things happening uh, in a you know a very short period of span of time, and then uh, the same case are happening. Um, but again, as, as I said, um, the church is just is just as the sum total of its membership. We are a church because we have our own characteristics we have our own you know maybe um, 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 plus factors and we have some um, you know uh, identifying characteristics that people can always you know uh, tell that um, we are what we are so here in our text tonight um, the first reading that we had in first Thessalonians chapter 1 verse number 1 to 10 we are going to see here several things about uh, these people, these Christians in Thessalonians, in Thessalonica. These people, uh, believers in Thessalonica, where Paul um, had an opportunity to visit and share the gospel with. And in verse number 7, as you can see, that these people really are an, an example to the believers. They are they are models, and look at that, so that ye were in samples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. So here, this church has a testimony that is so great a blessing, not just in their own local church, not, not just in all the immediate locality, but it expands even far beyond um, uh, to their place because of uh, the kind of people that are fellowshipping, that are coming to this kind of church. This church has become the leader or I mean the model. They are, they are becoming the examples of the believers. And again, as you can see how the Apostle Paul laid down the this kind of church is really understandable that indeed you know this is a great church this is a, a beautiful church they are not as rich as the people in um, Corinth Corinth is really a great uh, money church 
they have all that uh, perhaps uh, technology and, and, and properties and beautiful buildings and, and, and you know, uh, comfortable sitting and they have all the money. But again, they are not as a blessed church like this uh, church in um, Thessalonians. But here you see why these people are so blessed. I mean, why, why they become a blessing? Why? Because first of all, in verse number three, you will find that these people are faithful people. They are faithful. These are God's faithful saints. Remembering without ceasing, Apostle Paul said, your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in the Lord Jesus Christ in the sight of God and our Father. You see, this is uh, the first time um, testimony of uh, the Apostle Paul. He saw these people, you know, as a witness to these people's lives. He went there and uh, ministered to these people. And in fact, when Apostle Paul arrived to this place, they do not know God. They do not know Jesus Christ. Only the Apostle Paul opened to them, you know, about the Lord Jesus Christ. But the good thing with these people, they believe with the words of the gospel. They believe what Apostle Paul said. And therefore, um, because of that, they, um, they, they, they just serve the Lord faithfully. These people, they, are, um, they know how to serve the Lord faithfully. That's why that's a good song there uh, uh, sung by um, uh, Sister Eunice. Uh, it's a blessing uh, that we have that song actually. Uh, when, when the song mentions about um, the heritage of faithfulness. But why? Because our faithfulness will not just you know, benefit us now in our time today. That our faithfulness will benefit mostly towards the young generations. When we when we pass from this world, when we when we um, um, when, when our time is finished, then this next generation will come up and they will you know look up to us as their guide and how the way we live our lives, how the way we 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 live our lives such in a church. What's our activity week after week after week? And how do we treat the church? And how how do we do we serve God in the church? And this younger generation will look at that as an example, and they will they will set their hearts on that example. Because there are so many churches also around them that they can see. There are also a lot of churches that they can find. But I will tell you, my friend, when they will set their hearts, you know. You know, uh, as we set the pattern and they follow our pattern, any other, you know, ways that some some other uh, maybe ministers will come by and will introduce another pattern, another way, these people will reject that kind of way. They will not accept those kind because they are not the kinds of, uh, you know, as set up that they have learned from their youth, they grow up and they follow um, those people who have gone before them. And that is why, again, um, the same is true with us, me, 
I look, I look around churches before. I was just in Mabolo. I was confined in Mabolo. And praise the Lord that I was confined in Mabolo. If I have gone to other churches, my, 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 my understanding maybe of the gospel today will be diluted with, with so many things that um, maybe will cause me to be um, half-hearted in my Christian life. But praise the Lord, I was confined in Mabolo for um, nearly 16 years and I was just, um, you know, experiencing the blessing there of the Word of God, listening to Pastor Jimbo for 16 years and I'm so blessed. When I got out of Mabolo, wow, I see, I see the difference in other churches and I can feel like, no, this is not the way. This is not the way. So I went to Australia. I, I, I said to myself, this is not the way. We got up in the morning and um, went to church and stayed there for two hours. Then after two hours, gone back home and then come back in the evening. And there's nothing to do in the afternoon. I said, this is not the way. Because in, in the church where I grew up, um, we have that you know, singing, and we have that uh, games, we have that enjoyment, you know, uh, uh, things that are that are um, um, very helpful to me as as a young person growing up in the church. And we have, I have uh, Brother Harley as our uh, um, youth director. He's the one that's really molding so many of us young people. He's preaching, he's uh, is molding us apart from Pastor Jimbo uh, teaching and preaching every every single Sunday. But the afternoon is also full of um, enjoyment and fun and word of God and and prayer and and fellowship. Even though we don't have much money, we don't have much food, but we enjoy it. Whatever is there, we enjoy it. And uh, me, if I have my salary, um, when when my salary comes, then. Uh, it will be it will be a, a great feast, and we enjoy it. We enjoy every time that we have that small um, food uh, to share. And you see, um, again, the heritage of faithfulness. And if there's anyone that will come in the future and will set a new uh, tune in the church, many will repel it. That is not the way. Go back to the old path. Go back to the to the old way. I remember, I, I watched the news. I watched the news. Uh, I think yesterday in in um, Newsmax, and and there is this, you know, uh, this is about the clothing in in the Senate. For the first time in the Senate, in the U.S. Senate, that there is this. Um, a senator, newly elected senator, does not want to wear, you know, clothes, uh, coat and tie. And he just, he, he wore short pants, jandals, and hoodie into the, you know, scenic floor. Oh, watch it. It's abomination to so many. It's abomination to yeah. so many um, senators, and yeah. not just senators, the media. The, the, but again, Democrat is. This is one of the thing that you know the 
uh, our society is now beginning to slide into uh, liberalism and all that. But this is just an effect. Now, because he started that for 200, 200 years of um, um, dress code in the Senate, he is the first one that gets into the Senate floor wearing short pants and, and um, hoodie. But again, it is appalling that disrespect there of their call, that is the very serious, serious business to be done in that Senate floor. And people who are, who are in the left, people who are in the, you know, the, the liberal people will just um, disregard it. And again, um, we have an option to, who, who are we going to follow? Are we going to follow those people who are faithful in the Lord or uh, those people who will uh, just, um, um, you know, following the other um, maybe spirit there that they are following? We do not know. But again, um, let us remain to be faithful because that is uh, uh, really a great blessing there of the song. Uh, with, uh, oh, may all, uh, all, uh, may all who come behind us find us faithful. That is a, a, a des desire, a desire in the heart of a believer that uh, wanting to be uh, a blessing to the people that uh, will come after him and that desire will, will move him, will push him to be faithful himself. He needs to be faithful in order for uh, the next generation also, at least they have, they have an example of faithfulness. They have a pattern of faithfulness that these people um, can differentiate whether they will follow these kinds of people or this kind of people. So they have something to, um, you know, um, um, to choose. Uh, we hope and pray that they will choose um, faithfulness. Because again, these people in Macedonia, no, sorry, in Thessalonica, these people are faithful people, as Apostle Paul said, as they can see, their faithfulness is, uh, to the Lord is undeniable. And the Apostle Paul witnessed that firsthand. He witnessed these people, they are, they are of great faith, um, and, and the genuine labor, uh, laboring soul they have, they have a soul that. Um, that wanting to serve the Lord, they have they have a true um, um, hope of the gospel, and that is what's mentioned here in verse number three. And notice again, verse number three is that remembering without ceasing your work of faith and labor of love and patience of hope in our Lord Jesus Christ, in the sight of God and our Father. You see. Again, uh, let's go to verse number 5. When they heard the gospel preached in the power of the Holy Spirit, they are joyful. They are joyful as they believe what Apostle Paul said. Notice here. And they receive the word of God here in verse number 5. For our gospel came not unto you in word only, but also in power and in, uh, in the Holy Ghost and in much assurance as you know what manner of men we were among you for your sake. And you became followers of us. 
You see, there is a lot of people there. There's a lot of people, a lot of religion, um, religious groups in, 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 in that place. Especially this is, you know, at the time of Roman Empire. But again, these people, faithful people, they followed the Apostle Paul and his leading and the way uh, he lives his life. They followed the Apostle Paul, not following others. And again, they followed, most importantly, the Lord. They followed the Lord Jesus Christ. And he became followers of us and of the Lord, having received the word in much affliction. In other words, what Apostle Paul was showing here is that the life that he lived uh, as an example to these people is not very much different from the life of the Lord Jesus Christ. When they followed the Apostle Paul, um, that is also in effect they are following the Lord Jesus Christ because the Apostle Paul followed the Lord. So right there you can find that these people are joyful in their, in their um, you know, um, coming to the service of God because they have this Apostle and, and many others there as their example in, in the Christian walk. Remember, when the Apostle Paul arrived in this place, these people were still worshipping idols. They do not know Christ. They do not know God, the real God, the true and living God. They do not know service of the Lord. They have nothing to do about that. And only when the Apostle Paul came that it opened their eyes and then they began to believe in Christ and then now they began to practice things that they did not do before. So because of that, we can see that these are very, very um, 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 young Christians. They were very, they were, they were very young. They are new in their Christian life, and they are, you know, uh, they are just depending on what the Apostle Paul's action may be in things and what, what 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 he thinks on things. Just like me, when I arrived to church, I do not know much. I I do not know. Uh, I was already 19 years old, but I do not know very much about the Bible. Um, I just listened to Pastor Jimbo, and sometimes, you know, we have our Bible. My Bible was smaller before, very small. And uh, when, when Pastor Jimbo opens, I mean, opens the Bible, he got there so quickly, and while the Pastor Jimbo was already saying the verse, me, I was still like looking, where is that? And before I can even find the verse, Pastor Jimbo already jumped to another verse. And, and I was just chasing and chasing. I cannot, it's so hard to, you know, um, um, to catch up with uh, Pastor Jimbo when, when, when he opens the verse. Sometimes he memorizes the verse. Now, uh, I, that is just an example here. I believe the same thing with these people in the Salonaika. <coughs> When they, when they first heard of the preaching of the Word of God, when they first heard the Gospel and they believed the Gospel, and they started to form the church, <clears throat> I believe many of them was just, was just like me, that uh, I cannot really uh, you know, catch up with the, with the old Christians. So, so it is understandable that um, you know, uh, these people need to learn more, just like... Um, um, when I was younger, I, I need to learn more, but I was slow. I was really slow. Uh, it took me many years before before I even I even like uh, pray uh, in public. It took me many years before, uh, and it took me like more than ten years to share the gospel. So again, I, I was very slow, but by the grace of God, um, I, I was just 
you know, I'm trying my best that I can I can learn these things. Um, for for many times, uh, instead of reading my books in the school, I read the Bible. I read the Bible. It's uh, when I took my civil service exam, I did not read in any other. Some people say you read newspapers and all that. No, I just read the Bible. And many of people in my church, um, all of us took that exam. Only me passed. But they asked me, what, what preparation did you do? No, I don't. I just read the Bible. Just keep on reading the Bible. And I think the Lord helped me there. <laughs> helped me in my, in my exam. But I passed the, the civil service exam. Uh, and, and those people that fail in my church, uh, one is electronic, uh, is, is he a graduate, uh, electronic communications in engineering. And, and the other is, um, you know, uh, graduate in education. But again, I was just uh, second year college at that time. Uh, I, was, I was so glad that uh, I was able to pass that civil service exam. But again, uh, people are asking what, what preparations did I make. Now, I did not really do much, but I just read the Bible. And it helped me. It gave me fresh you know, mind when I get to that exam. It's just common sense. I, I look at the questions. It's all just common sense. So that's why I, I was able to, to pass it. Again, let's go to, the, the, to our text a while ago in Acts chapter, um, Acts chapter 17, in verse number 5. Notice this verse in verse number 5. I'll start from verse number 4. And some of them believed and consorted with Paul and Silas, and of the devout Greeks, a, Greek, uh, a great multitude, and of the chief women, not a few. But the Jews, which believed not, moved within me, and took unto them certain lewd fellows of the baser sort, and gathered the company, and set all the city on an uproar, and assaulted the house of Jason, and sought to bring them out to the people. You see, we learn here that, again, um, there are people that do not receive the word of God. Not all people, when Apostle Paul went to Thessalonica, not all people believe the Lord Jesus Christ. In fact, there are so many people who do not believe, but there were these few. There were these few that believed on the Lord. And <clears throat> again, as, as we are told here, <clears throat> that the, the preaching of the word of God was made and, and, and again a great number of people were persuaded a great number of people they believe when they heard it when they heard the gospel they believe it but again the most important thing uh, that we need to notice here is that uh, not only um, that they heard the word not only that they receive it but that they were persuaded. In other words, it really turned their hearts. When the Apostle Paul preached to them, it turned their heart. They believed exactly, you know, of what they said about the gospel. They all believed in that without any question. And, and that's why these people got saved. And again, um, they, they do not believe not only in uh, they believe not only in uh, intellectual um, sense, but they receive the word. They believe with all their hearts, and that is salvation to them. That they are um, fully persuaded, they are 
they, they confirm it with their mouth, they confirm it with their hearts that they believe in the Lord Jesus Christ. And many people hear the word but never really open their heart to the Lord. I do not know about you tonight. I do not know about your Christian life. Maybe some of us here, you believe in the Lord, but you are not really fully persuaded. You might, you might come and believe in the Lord, but you are not fully convinced that your soul will go to heaven and that you, God can use you. You are not fully convinced. My friend, I hope and, and I pray that you know, uh, as you come to the Lord Jesus Christ as your Savior, that you are fully convinced that Jesus Christ can save you. That Jesus Christ um, is worthy to be worshipped, is worthy to, um, uh, to be served. Because again, um, there are people that listen to the preaching, there are people who hear the preaching, but not um, fully persuaded. Uh, just like the example here of Lydia, and the seller of purple, and this, this um, uh, Lydia, uh, in Acts chapter 16, verse number 14, this lady um, opened her heart to the Lord. In other words, when she, that she, again, she was an unbeliever. She doesn't know much about, about God, about the gospel. She doesn't know much about a service uh, of Jesus Christ. But she gave her heart to the Lord. Um, Acts 16 verse 14. And a certain woman named Lydia, a seller of purple, of the city of Thyatira, which worshipped God, heard us. Now remember this. This woman was already worshipping God, but not according to knowledge, not according to the a gospel that Apostle Paul was bringing to them. They believe in God. Many people believe in God, but they do not know Jesus Christ. So, but this woman, worship, uh, uh, you know, worshiper of God already, heard this preaching, heard Paul, heard us. And notice the next phrase, whose heart the Lord opened. Whose heart the Lord opened. And she attended unto the things which were spoken of Paul. She believed what the preacher said with all her heart. And now you can see there, this is the kind of person that is really, you know, that will prosper in the work of the Lord. A person that will give his heart or her heart to the Lord. And that is, again, can be, can be us. It can be um, you tonight. If you just give your heart to the Lord, you believe what God said. You believe what, what the, you know, the Word of God said. And just you know, embrace it and just put your heart into it. And, and serve the Lord faithfully. And again, verse number 9. Let's go to First uh, Thessalonians um, chapter 1, verse number 9. Um, again, these people were converted. These people whose heart has changed. And notice how, how their hearts change in, in verse number 9. For they themselves show of us. For they, that means the people who just heard the gospel and believed the gospel. Because again, as I said, so many people heard the gospel and only uh, those people who believe that will enjoy it. And for they themselves show us what manner of entering in we had unto you and how you turned to God from idols. When the Apostle Paul arrived to this place, all the people are worshippers of idols. 
All the people were worshippers of idols when the Apostle Paul arrived. But when he began preaching and teaching the word of God, some of these people changed their heart. Some of these people believed God. Some of these people believed in Jesus Christ. And notice that Apostle Paul said, from the beginning of the gospel, from the beginning of the preaching, until these people got saved, until the church was formed, he said here, and how you turn to God from idols. Apostle Paul witnessed the transition of these people. He witnessed the transition. I hope, I, I think that is also what, Apostle, what, what Pastor Jimbo saw in me. Um, um, I, I, was, I was, you know, in, before I got saved, I was a drunkard. I, was, um, I stayed up late uh, to drink. And again, there's a, a lot of things there that's happening. Uh, bad things that I don't, I don't want to, to say. But again, the, uh, the, trans the transformation there. My, my transformation from, from serving myself and, and, and uh, my, my sin and Satan and turn to God <coughs> and a person like this, like the transformation process, my friend, what a, what a joy to see when the person turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God. Now, I do not know if you, if you understand this word conversion or uh, you, the word that is salvation or being saved. A person that is converted is a person that turned to God from idols. And there are people that, that said, oh, never, never did I worship idols in my life. It never happened to me because I grew up in a in a Christian home and, and my family is a, is a, um, a Seventh-day Adventist or I'm a, our family is, a, you know, um, uh, Jesus is Lord. So there are people like that that they grew up in a Christian home but again, they have not understood the real idols. The idols, uh, one for sure is the statue that people made um, to worship God. but. There's, there are there are there are um, <coughs> idols that are even more you know sophisticated than that. As I told you, I think Sunday morning about uh, about idols is that anything that stops you from coming to church. Supposing uh, next week Wednesday you are supposed to come to church, but all of a sudden you have this work that you cannot really you know I, you you cannot drop that work. That work needs to be done. So therefore, you excuse yourself from coming to church because of this work. That work is your idol. Because that work stops you from coming to God, you know, from, from listening to the Lord or from, from meeting God. So that work has become your idol. Anything that stops you from coming or, or uh, like your house, um, oh, we cannot leave the house. There are a lot of burglars around this area. Uh, no, not your house stops you from coming to church. Your, so your idol is your house. Or sometimes your child. Oh, uh, my, my, uh, my, my son is so sickly and we, um, the, the church is not safe, uh, not, not clean enough, so we will just stay home. So I have that, you know, very close to us. Um, she could not come to church because um, 
you know, the, the environment and the smell of the place. She just had a lot of things that a reason why she could not come because the, 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 the son, the baby is sickly. I'll tell you today, today, that boy that, you know, the mother always, you know, protect. The mother and the mother always pro pro protected him from those environments because of the smell of the acetylene and all that. So from time to time, there's a snap of a smell of acetylene because we are renting the room there in the Quaco um, Oxygen Company, Acetylene and Oxygen Company. So sometimes there is a snap of smell. And uh, her child, his, her son is, um, you know, she doesn't like the idea uh, of sniffing those smell. So she always, you know, stays home Wednesday, Sunday evening. She always stays home. Today, that boy is a gay and hates God. You know, he, he will say words that you don't want to hear about God. And again, you see, um, what, what a big dif difference. I'm not saying that we are better or me, I'm better, but again, I just can't imagine not taking my children to church. The very first day, the very first Sunday of my children's lives, they are in the church. If my child, would, um, um, you know, I think uh, Polly, our son, was born Friday or something, the first Sunday, only, only Nehemiah, well, because Nehemiah stayed in the in the hospital for two weeks. But all of my children, the the very first church service in this world, when they arrived to this world, they are in the church. Even though Jinky was still like not well, but again, you know, I said, I said to that lady, that 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 lady, uh, that mother, I said. Safety is in the hands of God, not in your hand. <laughs> Leave it to the Lord. And again, you know, she's overprotective. And now, she cannot protect the soul of the child. Um, he is now, I think, how old is he now? 23. And... When I visited Philippines, I, I, we, we stayed with them for a few nights. Wow. The mouth, the disrespect of, the, of, of his parents. Oh, I, I, I nearly, you know, I, 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 I wanted to pick up the fight. I just can't believe it, you know, the, the disrespect of the child. But it's sad. It's so sad. But again, it's the parents. It's the parents. I can I, I cannot blame anyone but the parents. They did not make a decision while the child was young. They did not make the decision. Leave it unto the Lord. The Lord will protect the child. It could have been different. It could have been different. But now um, he is full fledged and I think he's, he worships Satan or something. It's up to him. It's up to the family. But it's so sad. 
Now, go back to verse number 1 of our text. Verse number 1 of 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. Paul and Silvanus and Timotheus and to the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. Grace be unto you and peace from God our Father and the Lord Jesus Christ. Now, these people... They know that, you know, they believe in God with all their heart and they know how secure they are. The security of these people because, again, Apostle Paul is saying here, uh, uh, the church of the Thessalonians, which is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. How secure it is. How secure. That is why we have no security of the future. We have no assurance of safety and protection for our children. Our security only in the Lord is, you know, the Lord only will provide us the security and protection. So therefore, you know, um, um, let us let us just give it unto the Lord. When, whenever we have opportunity to serve the Lord, serve the Lord. When you have opportunity to worship God, worship God. I told you already many times about my testimony that I left my job to go to church. I was on active duty. My, my, my job is this trunk line. Trunk line this big. And telephone, telephone here, telephone. You dial one number, it rings here. So, 10 people will dial the same number, it will not go, go busy. It will just beep here. And I have my phone, I have my um, phone here. Um, Fire department, good evening. I was the operator in the fire department in the big city. I left the job. I mean, I abandoned my post. Yeah, I, I, I told you about that, but don't, don't do this. Don't do what I did. I could have, I could have, you know, been, uh, I could have, um, you know, lose my job or worse, go to jail. Because that's that's trunk line. But there were three of us. But if there is a fire fire alarm, uh, my supervisor and our chief cannot handle it because this trunk line is so busy, and that radio is so busy, and this radio here is so busy. All of that, all of this, is so busy. But for many years, I've been in that job for five years. But that's the only time that I left that post. One time. Because it's Sunday. Every month, I have two Sundays there, or one. I mean, maybe in, in, in two months, I have three Sundays. In two months, I have three Sundays because it's 24 hours duty. So what I did, I know, I know my routine, I know those dates. Okay, this is Sunday, this is my duty, this is my duty, this is my duty. I asked my um, workmates, okay, bro, take this, take this, then tell me what, what day you want me to duty. I can stay there for 48 hours, I can stay there more than that, as long as they will take my Sundays. So all of that is secured, so I always go to church. One time, one of the person that took my Sunday, Cancelled our, cancelled it. So I have no choice but go there. So I went there seven o'clock. 
waited for the time, nine o'clock, went to church. I left my post. I left my post. Then the moment that Pastor Jimbo prayed and say, said that amen, boom, ran to the street. I was running, running, looking behind me for taxi. I was running. If there's no taxi that will come, at least I can still get to my, to my work as, as soon as I can. Then taxi arrived, jump in, then I arrived at my, at my um, work. And then I was hunting, ran from the, from the road into the communication section, the room there. Arrived there. I said, how is it there? How is it? Oh, it's okay. It's very quiet. Okay, thank you. I sat down there. Five minutes, fire alarm. The alarm broke. I said, Lord, that's why I will tell you, brothers and sisters, you cannot fool me of what is your you know, excuse not coming to church. That's the reason maybe God put, makes me a pastor because my heart is in the church. That is why God loves David because his heart is in the church. David just wanted to become a doorkeeper. He just wants to become a doorkeeper. I would rather be a doorkeeper in the house of my God. He wants to be a doorkeeper. Why? Because he loves the church. I was glad when they said unto me, let us go into the house of the Lord. One thing that I decided after... Uh, can you, can you uh, search the verse? Seek after. Oh. Or if you type one thing and then seek after, you can find it. That is in Psalm or One thing have I desired of the Lord that will I seek after that I may dwell in the house of the Lord all the days of my life. To behold the beauty of the Lord and to inquire in his temple. Coming to church is to inquire. We come here because, oh, what's the message tonight? We inquire. This is where, you know, the Lord will work in your mind. This is where the word of God will be used by the Holy Spirit of God to work in your heart. You inquire. That is David. One thing have I desired of the Lord. His desire is not complicated. It's very simple. It's not two things. It's not three things. Not so many things. There's only one thing that he desires. Church. If there's any desire, it's church. That is why God will only use will only use people who are in the church. The Lord cannot use people outside the church. He only uses people that are constantly in the church. If you are not constantly in the church, God cannot use you. 
He only uses those people who are constant in the church. And these people, even at old age, they will still have fruit. Oh, look, look, look at that, brother. They will uh, still, old age, then fruit, you, you will find that, that verse. If you search that. Verse number 13. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord. That's church again. Those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. If you are not planted in the church, do not expect the church will use you. And do not expect that you will be, you know, you will flourish in your Christian life. Because that promise is only to those people who are planted in the church. That is why Pastor Jimbo will always repeat this. Oh, our young people here, he's very, you know, somehow bragging about us. This, this, these young people that we have, yeah, their lives is so simple. The, if they are not in the home, they are in their, in their workplace. If they are not in their workplace, they are in the church. If they are not in the church, in their home. Their home, church, workplace. It's only this. They don't go anywhere. Whenever Sunday, they you know where to where to see them. You know where to where to uh, meet them. Because they are constant. They are planted. See, planted every time that the church is open. I always hear that the brother Ellie in his prayer, <laughs> desiring that Lord, whenever the church door is open, that we will be. In the house of the Lord. Amen. You see, those that be planted in the house of the Lord shall flourish in the courts of our God. They shall still bring forth fruit in old age. <coughs> they shall be fat and flourishing. You, we will grow gray hairs, but we will still be used of the Lord because that is His promise. We have that security, just like these people in Thessalonica. Uh, Thessalonica they have this their lives now are secure because these people who are planted in the church, this, this church is in God the Father and in the Lord Jesus Christ. This is where our hearts are now um, fastened to the Lord. Our heart is, you know, attached to the Lord. We set our affection on things of the Lord in, in Colossians chapter 3 verse number 2. <clears throat> Colossians chapter 3 verse number 2 The Bible says Set your affection on things above Not on things on the earth And we cannot deny it We have needs We, have, we need money We need to work We need to accumulate this Because we want to prepare for the future We want to have a beautiful house We want to have a beautiful car We want to have all this provision for our children That is, you know, there It's always Always like that. But I will tell you my friend. Because we have Christ now in our heart. The Lord Jesus Christ can change our heart. And change it. Not this, the, our affection to be set on things on the earth. But our affection should be set on things above. The things of God. The, the word of God. The, 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 the church of God. The people of God. And the souls of men. Those are the things above. So here, 
we are going to get the encouragement from the Word of God to set our affections on things above, not on the things of the earth. Verse number 7 and verse number 8, in, um, back to Thessalonians. Chapter 1, verse number 7 and 8, So that ye were in samples to all that believe in Macedonia and Achaia. <coughs> These people, so blessed by the Lord, even though they are new Christians, and yet, and yet, they have been, um, um, they, they became examples of the believers. <coughs> they were an evangelistic and missionary-hearted people. They love the Lord. They want people to get saved. They want people to know Christ. And what's the verse, Pastor? Verse number 8. Verse number 8. He said, For from you sounded out the word of the Lord, not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place your faith to God's word is spread, spread abroad. Spread abroad. In other words, the faith in the Lord Jesus Christ are known to the people around. I hope that, you know, we will have the testimony um, that we are a church that desire the salvation of the people around us. We are a church that um, the individuals will desire that people will get saved and people will come to know Christ and people will serve God. This is the testimony of this church. The word sounded out again that conveyed the, the idea um, that these people are, are really um, sharing the gospel. These people are uh, influencing the society about the Lord Jesus Christ. Remember, the Apostle Paul arrived to this place. There's no church, nothing, nothing at all. There is no Christian church. All of them just worship God according to the religion. In, in the form of statue or whatever they, they have in their, in their religion. But these people began serving the Lord. When they got saved, they began serving the Lord. And it just spread all, all over the place. From, from you sounded out the word of the Lord. Not only in Macedonia and Achaia, but also in every place. Your faith to God's word is spread abroad. So that we need not to speak anything. In other words, with Apostle Paul supposed to conduct this evangelistic meeting, no need. Because these people are spreading the gospel. They don't need missionaries to come. They don't need evangelists to come. They don't need all these speakers to come because these people are doing the job. The church people are sharing the gospel. Again, that is our that is our task. That is the trust that has been given to us by the Lord, by the from the mouth of the Lord Jesus. Go ye therefore and teach all nations, baptizing them. That's a, a, you know a very crisp command from the Lord Jesus Christ. And also in Luke chapter fourteen, verse number twenty-one, he said here, so that um, the servant came and showed his Lord these things. Then the master of the house, being angry, said to his servant, Go out quickly into the streets and lanes of the city, and bring in either the poor and the maimed and the whole and, and the blind. And the servant said, Lord, it is done as thou hast commanded, and yet there is room. 
And the Lord said unto the servant, Go out into the highways and hedges and compel them to come in, that my house may be filled. You know, people you know, need to come. God wants these people to come. God wants these people to know Him. But again, God will use us. We are the servants that we have to go out in the, into the highways and byways. Yep. It is our job to go to those places. So that, and in fact, the Bible says, compel them. Well, you know what's compel? You hold the, the hand of the person. And the person will say, no, I don't want to come with you. The word compel is, you will really drag the person to the church. That is a very strong word there. That is a very, you know, God is determined. The Lord, our God, is determined um, to speak to these people. Because these people will not hear God, but these people will hear us. So when, when, when we will talk to these people, God will use us so that the, the word of God can penetrate into the heart of the person. That is why God really wanting us to compel them to come in. Drag them, drag. But we don't even say it. We don't even give them chance. We don't even do anything. We are very far off from, from what God wanted us to do. God wanted us to compel them. We cannot even give the tracks. How much more the compelling? That is why I think we need to wake up. We need to wake up in our Christian life. Because we have great things to do. We have a thing that God wants us to do. Verse number 10. Just quickly because we don't have much time. Verse number 10. 1 Thessalonians chapter 1. They were living in the light of the Lord Jesus Christ's return. What is in their mind is the Lord Jesus is coming and is coming very soon. Yeah. Verse number 10 and, and verse number 9 to start with. For they themselves showed us what manner of entering we had unto you and, ye, and how you turned to God from idols to serve the living and true God and to wait for his son. Their mind is the rapture. Their mind is the coming of the Lord. So they do not, they do not focus their eyes on things. Oh, I want to build a business here. And I want to become rich, you know. I want to become, you know, a known personality. No, that is on this earth. Set your affections on things above, not on things on the earth. And to wait for His Son from heaven, whom He raised from the dead. Even Jesus which delivered us from the wrath to come. You see, their, their minds and their hearts is really sold out for the coming of the Lord Jesus. And remember that this was 2,000 years ago. Until today, we're waiting for the coming of the Lord Jesus. In other words, oh, pastor, they're waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ in vain. No, they did not wait for the Lord Jesus Christ in vain because, you know, um, they were found faithful. <coughs> The whole stretch of their Christian life, the moment they got saved, until the day that they, they, they went to heaven, they were found so faithful. Amen. And again, um, that could be us. We can also be found faithful if we continue to, you know, live our life waiting for the Lord Jesus Christ to come. If the Lord Jesus Christ will come now, praise the Lord. If He doesn't, that's fine. Whether we will, we will walk with Him in the veil or, or, or meet Him in the air. What song is that? Yeah. It doesn't matter. 
whether we will walk with him in the veil or meet him in the air. In other words, if we die here, being faithful to the Lord is fine. If the Lord Jesus Christ will come, then we will meet him in the air. It is also fine. You see, lastly here, verse number 10 again, verse number 10, last verse. And to wait for his son from heaven, whom he raised from the dead, even Jesus, which delivered us from the wrath to come. These people, since that they, they worship idols, they, they realize it, oh, just a while ago, we serve idols. If we died in those state, in those times, in that state, wow, we will be, you know, experiencing the wrath of God. But praise God, is it there? They were they were delivered from the wrath to come. These people have that realization how blessed they are because they know that they were delivered from the wrath to come. What a blessing it is. All of you who have received Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, you are delivered from the wrath to come. And why is this that we cannot be happy with this? Why is this that, you know, uh, is there any reason why we should not be happy? My friend, we should be glad. We should be, you know, joyful in our service of the Lord. Because the Lord has given us this victory and we are delivered from the wrath to come. And praise God that, you know, uh, we got saved today and we have, we have received Jesus Christ. And we have not hardened our hearts because there are still... A lot of people, millions and millions of people still harden their hearts until today. And many of them already passed. Many of them already, you know, tasted that wrath to come. But thank God that, you know, we are delivered from the wrath to come. It seems clear that the church here, that God is telling us, is not going to go through great tribulation. We are not going to go through the great tribulation because of, you know, God is going to deliver us from the wrath to come. That wrath to come is the tribulation. This world will be in great tribulation. But before this great tribulation will come and arrive, the Lord will take us. That is the, del the deliverance from the wrath to come. The same thing that happened to um, Noah, before the rain, before the flood, before the, the water, you know, um, rose to the top of the mountains, before this whole world um, were covered by water, before God, you know, before the first drop of rain, Noah was placed in the ark. And Noah and his family and all the animals that went into the ark were delivered from the wrath to come. That is the picture of our own salvation, I mean, in our own rapture. Before the Lord will, will um, um, uh, bring that great tribulation, before that happens, right before that happens, rapture will strike. <coughs> and then this, this world will be Punished with great tribulation. The same thing with, if you remember Lot, all these pictures, these are the similarity of God's action 
of what he's going to do before the, the raining of, of uh, um, fire and brimstone in the place of Sodom and Gomorrah and that four cities there, before the, the, the first you know, drop of fire from heaven, um, Lot you know, and, his, and his family were taken out of the city. Because the angel said, no, you have to go and run and run fast because we cannot do anything as long as we are out. That is the same thing. The Lord will not allow the great tribulation to come while we are here. Amen. He will, you know, lift us up. He will take us up into the sky so that we will be able, we will be able to escape from the wrath to come. So again, I think the, the theory of um, um, pre-tribulation is really clear. And that is what we believe. We are pre-trib people. We believe in the pre-tribulation. Before the wrath, we will be snatched into the sky. And that is what God, you know, um, wanting us to, um, to, jo to be joyful about. And we thank the Lord for this. And the Church of Thessalonians, the Church of Thessalonians uh, is a great example. They are not rich people, but until today, you can see that a lot of people will be blessed by the way they live their life, by the way they, um, they serve God. And it's just pure, pure service of God with a joy in their heart and looking forward for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And I hope and pray that it's also our church today. Just live our life, righteous life in the sight of uh, God and man. And then um, look, looking forward for the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ and, and invite people and tell people about the salvation in the Lord and that people will, will be also saved and serve God uh, together with us. Let's bow and pray. Let's pray. Our Father God, Lord, thank you for um, this evening. Thank you, Lord, for reminding us um, and showing us this church, a uh, little church in um, Thessalonica. Lord, um, they, they are an example, oh God, because of how they live their lives and how they they are genuine in their faith and their walk with you. And Lord, they love the church, they love the word of God, they love the gospel, and they share the gospel to their neighbors and their <coughs> friends. That Apostle Paul, when he arrived, he, doesn't, he, he didn't have to preach the gospel because these people are doing the job. And Lord, help us that our church also will do this job, that we will do our part of God in sharing the gospel so that people will come to know Christ and that many people will be saved and many people will serve the Lord. Because Lord, we are not only um, here to be saved, but we are also here to, to serve. Lord, our salvation is, our, uh, is the beginning of our uh, opportunity to give us uh, the opportunity to serve and help us, Lord, to understand that salvation is not the end of uh, or the ultimate goal of our Christian life, but Lord, is the service of your name. You, you save us so that um, we can serve you and help us, Lord, uh, to serve you and serve you faithfully. Bless your people now, and thank you for goodness and reminders tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. <clears throat>